Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome, everyone, to Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes. Hello, Talk Tuners. Hola, Talk Tuners, episode four. Five. We're five. We made it to five. Very excited to be here today, as usual. Um, And uh, before we get to the little nugget of who we're talking about today, um, thought I would share a cool little anecdote that goes back to episode one for us. Um, I know. I know we're yeah. both excited about this. Yes, so, yes, yes. <laughs> if you're just joining us or if you've just found us, um, our inaugural episode, episode one, is uh, centered around hearts. All I want to do is make love to you. And we go through that song. We talk about what it's about, which is crazy. It's a crazy ass song. Mm-hmm. We share our story <laughs> around the song. And we heard from uh, several listeners hey, we had no idea this is what the song is about, which is what we aimed for. So success. Absolutely. Uh, that's what we, we aim for. And be like, hey, did you, were you aware of this? Whatever. Did you hear our story around this? And so we heard from uh, our friend Ken, who is a listener of the show. Um, hey, Ken. Hey, Ken, if you're listening. Um, that he was enlightened about, about this song by listening to the episode. Well, Ken works for Genius, which is connected with Spotify. If you have an iPhone, you can see the behind the lyrics feature at the bottom when you're playing uh, any song. And it just tells you a little bit more about the song. And it's a really fun feature. And he said he was inspired to write about All I Want to Do is Make Love to You after listening to our episode. And he put in the fun facts on there. He wrote the script for that little episode. (laughs) <laughs> the little awesome. mini episode that you can see if you have an iPhone 
and you put in, all I want to do is make love to you. And you look at the bottom and you can see the fun facts pop up. So we were so honored. Yes. Thought that was so cool. So thank you, Ken. And did a great job. Go back, listen to episode one and then go on Spotify. Listen to the song. Yeah, so guys, I have a Samsung. I'm on that Galaxy team, I guess. <laughs> team Galaxy, whatever the hell you want to call it, whatever. <laughs> so I'm super sad that I cannot see That's Ken's sad. awesome work and our influence on that because um, Ken is definitely an old friend of ours and we've bonded over music and we've all geeked out. And so when Stephanie told me about him uh, putting you know, some info on Spotify was like, oh shit, we made it. Oh my God. So this is super cool. And I'm sad. So you guys have to send me like screenshots because I can't see what it says. But, um, but yeah, folks, um, hopefully, um, you know, this will um, sooner or later genius will um, make a compatible um, app or whatever it is, you know, um, behind the scenes and whatnot. I'm not anything software engineer savvy or anything of that, but whatever we need to do to make Android and genius talk. Cause that's a super cool feature. And um, yeah. yeah, so thank you. Thank you very much. And yeah, listen to episode one, y'all just yeah. real quick about episode one. If you don't <laughs> know who heart is, you've never heard the song. It's okay, but really go listen to it. Cause it's so pretty bad. funny. It's yeah. just like, Whoa, this song exists. Why? To make me laugh. So please. Anyway, thanks, Steph, for bringing that up. That's super cool. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, it was a fun thing to look at. And if you, yeah, again, have that feature on your little iPhone, um, for those listeners who do, it's kind of like if you remember Behind the Music. Yes, Uh, I love Behind the Music. Yeah, Yeah. my favorite. Or even even Pop-Up Video. Honestly, it's very fun facts and I am a big dork for that kind of stuff. So really love that feature and really cool to see that, uh, that song up there. So wanted to make sure folks knew about it. Awesome. 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 So no, thanks for that, Stephanie. That's super, that's super cool. So we are here for episode five and, uh, all right guys. So we're just kind of going to go into it. We have some really fun story, a really fun story behind this, and a lot of it's gonna be really, um, I guess, educational. We're gonna go back yeah. in time. So for yeah. those folks that are diehard, you know, music fans and diehard festival goers, we're gonna go back in time. So I hope that you can, you know, relate and reminisce with us. But if not, hey, here's some some good info for you. Um, we are both native Texans, and one of the artists that we will always be super um, proud to um, acknowledge is Willie Nelson because he's the shit and he is the focus. Willie Nelson. He is the focus of today's episode. Um, And I am going to let Stephanie talk a little bit more about Mr. Willie. And um, yeah, so let's do it. Yeah. You know, Willie is such a cool, cool dude. He's, you know, the original outlaw, as you probably know, as most folks probably know. He's 88 years old, and he wow. is still touring. He has, uh, you, you can look it up, he has some tour dates planned. Yeah, 
He just announced a, a tour with Lucinda Williams. Like this motherfucker ain't stopping yeah. anytime soon. It's just and we can make marijuana. I mean, like, like honestly, man. I mean, <laughs> Willie's so great. Willie is so great. Yeah. He's when he said he was on the road again, he was not lying. <laughs> um, no. He was like, and I mean it when I'm 88 years old. So awesome. props to Willie Nelson for that. Uh, you know, the original outlaw, as they call him, just really cool. Uh, progressive voice in a genre that's not always very progressive um right. and he just doesn't just has never uh cared what other people think about him and he's just really amazing and folks might know probably some of the things that he's passionate about because these things get all over the news he's a household name um and has been i feel like i've known about him since i was probably three or four which yeah i was gonna say when were you introduced to willie because i know it wasn't from your own liking it had to be from your parents because it was from my parents yeah i think it was and it was like he was on the radio and i think i remember my parents probably pointing him out when he was on tv because he was so of course distinctive sure looking with his braids and as a kid i just remember yeah i was a little kid yeah and i was like oh yeah I know who that is, which is funny, mm-hmm. but that's a testament to being an icon, right? Absolutely. Right, Absolutely. Um, so he's cool as shit. Um, as probably most folks know, he's got a couple passions. Uh, I would say one of them are is uh, the legalization and utilization uh, of marijuana. He was really ahead of the curve on this. A lot of it was for, yep. I mean, there's tons of cannabis medicinal purposes that used across the country and that was way before legalization across different states like he was really ahead of his time but i know that it's often been through the years this punchline a little bit of like will nelson hi again like what's going on um and he for sure has never made any secret about that being uh, i would say a source of joy in his life it's Um, it's his lifestyle yeah yeah i mean god willie was Token when our parents were probably um, in elementary school. I mean, shit, let's be real. <laughs> not wrong. Um, yeah. To be honest with you, you're probably not wrong. He, there's a great uh, tasteofcountry.com article that I found. Uh, the headline really says it all. Willie Nelson once walked off stage because he was too high to play. And I thought, okay, well, that sums it up. And then there's this great quote from him in the article says, I don't remember the town, but I do remember I wasn't able to do a show. I walked out there and said, sorry, went back to the bus, came back about a month later and said, I think I remember being here before. And you know, you got to appreciate his forthrightness and his honesty about that. You know, yeah, that's his, that's his thing. And that's his jam and props to Willie Nelson. That's Willie, but now I'm curious to know how the fans reacted to that. And right. was there a yeah. riot? <laughs> I mean, right. did they get their money back? You know, or did they just say, or they're like living our times now, and they're like, hey, listen, remember that Willie show when he was too fucked up to play? Well, guess what? A year later, he's coming back, and we'll honor your ticket. Because I know I'm using some right. uh, tickets from 2019 to go right. see some bands in 2021. Right. So, you know, I mean, yeah, that, that's funny. I'd really like to know how the crowd reacted to that. That's a great, that's a great call too, especially since he is known for playing these long ass shows. Yes. Um, oh yeah. That's like yeah. kind of his bread and butter. I say that all the time. Um, but that's like really his thing and what he's known for 
It's right? just like, I'm going to give people their money's worth. Absolutely. And that's really his thing. So to, for him to be like, yeah, I can't, can't really do this. Seems like that wasn't a common occurrence, but it was funny to hear him say it and admit it and kind of probably play a little bit with his own image because he knows, you know, he knows his own image through the years. Well, he's he's a businessman. And he's, he's a, a businessman. He's a businessman at heart. And that really brings us to our next um our next passion of his uh is really biofuel. Mm-hmm. So just you know, and again, he was ahead of the curve on this yep. one. The interesting thing now, of course, is the trend automotively is electric cars as far as um, when we're looking for efficiency and fuel efficiency and environmental impact. But and biofuel has in many ways gone to the wayside, but not for lack of really trying. Um, it's very interesting. It's really a hybrid of corn oil and some other oils. And he actually had his own biofuel company. And that blows my mind. I don't know about you, Stephanie, but no, it, it does. It does. So when, you know, um, you bringing this up makes me think about when my parents bought a Chevy Impala and, um, on the back of the car, it had a little decal that said flex fuel and that, and I remember a commercial that Chevy did with Willie Nelson talking about biofuel, but they named it flex fuel. Right. But yes, a corn, you know, um, a corn fuel, that, you know, you could definitely um, use for sustainability purposes and help our environment. And um, yeah, so, you know, I am, you know, I'm not the, you know, I'm not the number one best environmentalist, but I try. And you try, uh, you try. I, yeah, I try. And I, you know, I've definitely been ahead of the curve myself, you know, growing up. And it's really cool that, you know, Willie was behind this because I mean, stuff for real, I mean, this is anybody pro- like, I think Willie was one of the first ones to be like, you know what? I'm progressive as shit and deal with it. Like yeah. I am not like, and that, that alone just shows that you yeah. are so badass. And and gives for me, it's just so much respect. Um, and he didn't fall in the status quo. He yeah. was Willie. And, and I think that's yeah. what makes him so special. You totally. Know? Totally. And especially for the genre. Cause again, mm-hmm. he was just like, he didn't have to step out and he was just like, Nope, this is what I'm doing. And as far as his biofuel history, he wrote a, a book called On the Clean Road Again, which is nice in 2007. Yeah. And it was just about the alternate uh, energy business. It was, yeah, I guess his was soybean based biodiesel product uh-huh. and it was called Bio Willy. Um, <laughs> nice. And that was like circa 2007. And there was a, a little bit of history of where that went, but it unfortunately didn't work out. He ended up some debt from it. And then it sounded like some bad business deals where maybe some uh, folks took advantage of that and made some bad business decisions for him, which is unfortunate, but he was well ahead of the curve in all this before anybody knew the words Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, Elon Musk. Can we forget the words Elon Musk? Yeah, can we? Anyway. Yeah. It's a whole other episode. Yeah. Guy. Let's fuck that shit. So anyway, back to Willie. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just a trendsetter, right? I mean, that's, I mean, that's awesome. You know, just like, hey, guys, this is, this is an issue. Um, I love Mother Earth. Let's see what we can do to preserve it. That's cool. Super. Yeah, absolutely. And he was, you know, we've, again, always been fans. And I think growing up in Texas, there's probably even a 
another layer yeah, of like, of yeah, you know, Willie Nelson and here, here he is in the strata of royalty, music royalty and all yep. that. And because of that, uh, we went one of our several forays into South by Southwest uh, that we had gone to. We've talked a little bit about that. We went to Austin Music Hall and saw him in 2003. Yes. Which was a great show. So we're going to tell um, a little bit of our little, again, personal uh, Willie stories we do each episode. Uh, it was a great show, as listeners can imagine. We had a great time. And I always say, Willie just, he plays and plays and plays. You know he's most comfortable on the road. But when he's out there doing a show, I don't know. I say this as somebody who has seen so many, what I would call legacy acts, phone it in. He doesn't phone it in. I'm not going to mention some names of ones that I was very surprised phoned it in for mm-hmm. live shows. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that after. I don't want to malign anyone, but I was surprised at some of those acts. Willie doesn't phone it in. And I really appreciated that. And so he gets the crap. It's like everybody's there. There's already this Willie love. But I think by the end, they love him even more. It's just this, you know, it's like, oh, music endorphins. And it's just this love fest. And so mm-hmm. we were, we'd seen the show. We we're having a great time. Nobody was hurt in a mosh pit this time because it was a little <laughs> show. <laughs> so yeah. we were. But you know, there was really groupie Stephanie. Let's be real. We'll get to you those. Know. Yeah. yeah there exactly. Somebody. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely, okay. my dear Watson. Precisely. Oh. <laughs> So he's got his, it's Willie and the Family Band, of course, for folks who know the name of his band, Willie and the Family Band. And uh, he ends the shows, uh, I think almost every show to this day, to my knowledge anyway, as the band plays behind him. And he goes to the edge of the stage and tries to sign as much as anybody has, which is so cool. I have seen hundreds of shows. I think he's the one artist I've ever seen do that and make a point of that during the show. Like they're like, like everyone's playing behind him. He is at the edge. He's signing people's stuff. So cool. Right. So, um, so we, uh, Stephanie and I, uh, we were probably in the middle, feeling safe in the middle of a crowd this time. Again, oh no oh yeah. Yeah. No pits. Yeah. No that was good. I even uh, had a purse y'all. So yeah, I wasn't. Oh, it, it, yeah. So this was like, yeah, this was super chill. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like nice chill show. And, um, and so I see that he's like, he's now it's like segued into signing time. And I was so excited. And mm-hmm. um, I remember I had my ticket on me. This is kind of back in the day where we had nice physical tickets. I love mm-hmm. physical ticket mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I had my ticket on me, but I was very insistent. I knew I wanted him to uh, sign my arm. Yeah, girl, you were about it. I remember that. It was like, you like, you were like under Willie's spell. I was like, oh my goodness. And you I was remember like, these details. Yeah. And I know. Yeah. Yeah, guys. I mean, like, um, Stephanie was definitely under the Willie spell. It was super cool. She was geeking out <laughs> hardcore. And I'm like, that's Willie. This is cool. But Steph was like, hell no, this is Willie. <laughs> Mr. Nelson. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Real. And so she needed to get something signed and yeah, I'm all about it. And you know, she put out her arm and I remember Willie just gracefully leaning over and giving her a legitimate real signature. This wasn't like just an X on an arm. Like he was, had the right penmanship. 
Yeah. That's fucking awesome. So like, holy shit. And it was a mom. So cool. It wasn't like one. It wasn't like she was standing in line and everybody no. was waiting. Yeah. I mean, it was really a mob because this is definitely an icon, you know, and that was great. And I was behind her and I was like, yeah, you go, girl. You do you. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love every minute of it. He's just such a cool guy. And I remember because um, I was like, oh, I don't know how they'll do this. So yeah. I like I had a pen thinking yes. like, oh, well, maybe I don't know. But of course, he's got his Sharpies up there. And that's what like they give him to do this because it's literally part of his show. Right. So he's, right. Like, he's got his Sharpies. But yes, I'm in the crowd of the adoring fans. And I made my way to the stage. And there's, of course, these like tons of people. And I'm like, Willie, can you sign my arm? And I had to that's the thing too, right? It's loud music. And I'm like pointing, you know, to be like, and you even had to, you had to slide down. You had like a light sweater on. I mean, yeah. I don't even remember that. I remember it. To, yeah. I remember yeah. it. And I was like trying to point and mouth at Willie to be like, he's on my arm. Um, because of course it's like this loud show and God knows, you know, people are throwing programs, uh, whatever. But of course, um, I joke later on, like Willie was completely unfazed by somebody coming up and being like, sign my arm because he's got also uh, look at his history. He's got just a a kind of a crazy groupie scene and has been asked to sign many more (laughs) learned body parts than an arm. That is, I mean, my God, that was, this was the pedestrian part of his day. Yeah. Um, To each their own. I don't get that, but Hey man, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. I'll just say, yeah, I'll just say my love for Willie's platonic. I don't know why I'm needing <laughs> yeah. to have a disclaimer, but right, sure. But just throw it out But there. sure. Yeah, he's got this. <laughs> he's got these legions of adoring fans. And I was going to mention, too, like, he's known to be a bit of a playboy. You guys can look that up. We don't even need to have a, another segment on it, but it's the truth. But so that's anyway, fun. Fun yeah. facts. Right, fun facts. So anyway, he's been asked to sign everything. So it was not at all phased by signing my full arm that day. And to Pena's <laughs> point... Um, he, it was a real, like, made a point of, like, yeah, yes. I'm going to give you a real signature. And it was, like, I rolled up my sweater, and it was kind of this from my shoulder to my wrist almost. Mm-hmm. Just this was crazy, big. awesome signature. And I was in I was in awe. I was so excited and happy yeah. about it. And I remember I, I showered around it for about a week. I was trying to hold it up, shower sure. to preserve it. And I went to uh, I went to work at the student newspaper, the Daily Texan, for folks who worked there. Hook up Longhorns, and yeah. I went. I was down there in the basement uh, with the printing presses, and it was like, "Oh, what do you got there?" I was like, "It's Willie, it's Willie Nelson's signature." And I was showing people, and they're like, "Are you going to eventually scrub that off?" I was like, "Well, eventually, I guess I have to." And I thought about getting it tattooed up and down yeah. my arm. The tattoos that ended up getting the future was not that one, and. So I apologize, Willie Nelson. That's just so awesome, man. Like, I'm telling you guys, it was a legit signature. Like, you would have thought he was signing a check that was like for like, it was like, he was like signing a fat check to somebody. It was a really beautiful signature. Cause I mean, you it all was. know, we, we just like, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but shit, sometimes I'm like, I'm trying to make the print symbol with my, with my signature. Cause I'm just bored. I don't even write out Stephanie Fania. I'm yeah, like, right. here's, here's a star that's yeah. my signature no Willie like that signature was legit it was awesome I mean my swig has got a fucking quill pin and been like here right Miss Myers and so I was super impressed and after that show y'all so it was during South by um I actually have a picture of Stephanie and I um she got a picture taken of us uh we had you know there was definitely during South by of course it's 
plenty of concerts, a lot of activity going on in the streets. And so I still have a picture of us from that night that is framed. <laughs> Stephanie gave me that picture for my college graduation. <laughs> and um, I'll definitely put that on our site um, to go along with this episode because it was super cool in the night to remember. It was fun. And I wonder if we also, because I remember you, I think, were the one who took the picture of the signature. And I've never been able to find that for years, but I know we have that. I mean, it's on literal film somewhere, right? Right. It's on literal film. It was a disposable camera. So, you know, I I mean, yeah, Yeah, back in the day, but yeah, I took a picture. (laughs) That was such a cool night. And yeah, I mean, just South by back then, I mean, for folks that go now, I mean, it's larger than life, right? You got to like sell an artery to fucking get a pass. And, you know, that just really wasn't the case. But um, we have some more Willie to share before I like go off into South by. So please. <laughs> um, it was funny because around the time where we saw the show too, I believe it was maybe right before we saw, um, I I got assigned to work on the Willie Nelson issue when I interned for Texas Monthly. Um, That's magazine, cool. Which mm-hmm. uh, it's a great magazine. Um, and it's yep. still around to this day, just great journalism in an mm-hmm. era that doesn't have a lot of journalism left. So but true. it was, yeah, super fun um, to be able to do that. I had interned there and they were like, oh, hey, like, can you, can you do this research for this issue? And it was absolute blast. I had to do some uh, deep cuts research on because this guy's so prolific, right? So I had mm-hmm. kind of gone through, done all of that, gone with different facts about him. I think I did maybe like a fact box or licks or list that made it to the magazine. Sweet. Um, so that was really cool. And I always just, yeah, I always think like, I don't know how the hell I held it together at that time. Either it was like an internship, a uh, full course load senior year, working at the Texan, the Daily Texan, then working at Usher at the Frank Irwin Center. And then partying on the weekend, like it was a verb and a fourth <laughs> job. So on that, as I was doing all of that, working on the Willie Nelson issue, and I'll never forget it because it really seemed to, it really seemed to coincide with Willie permeating everything, you know, yeah, He's truly everywhere. So just a cool guy to have around and, you know, hope it's many more years. Well, I would just attest to the fact you were able to do it all. It's called youth. I was going to say. It's called 20 and 2021. Whenever I graduated when I was 21, it's like, I got it. I can do this. Well, 22, 22. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can do it all. That's so awesome though. Super cool. So it was like the year of Willie for you, like 2003. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. You're kind of right. You're Willie. But you're right. It's all about, that's all about the youth. And, and that's why we have, uh, when we think about probably all these shows too. Yeah. In the, in the, uh, the light of youth. And we were, for sure. We were thinking about the cost of just what South by Southwest used to be versus what it is now. And we couldn't even really, we were talking about this, but we couldn't even really believe it when we really thought about it. You know? Yeah, exactly. So guys, South by Southwest, you know, started off just as a music festival and it was meant to be a music festival for nobodies. And so for the point, for the fact of the matter that Stephanie and I saw Willie Nelson in 2003 was a big deal because South by was really about underground bands trying to get signed. 
this wasn't what it is now. It's like, I've seen LL Cool J. I've seen Morrissey. I've seen all sorts of helmet. I've seen so many big ass bands play uh, South by because that's what it is now. But back in the day when it, you know, and it's in its prime, it wasn't about that. It was literally just a music festival to be like, hey, man, here's all these really cool artists. They may be local, they're national, maybe be, you know, foreign, global, whatever, but we're here to play. And it was yeah. just music. And the oh, tickets were $25. It's just crazy. $25. <laughs> and you bought it at your local grocery store at the Albertsons on Riverside is where I got mine. Anyway. Because yeah. the there fuck? was the option, right? At that point to be like, you can get a wristband versus like a pass. And I don't even know what the deal is right now, but there were these $25 wristbands. And I remember being like, they would tell you, oh, you do need to get there because they sell out. And I don't know, maybe it was the course of a week or something, but it was certainly like you, if you had your shit together, you could get these $25 wristbands to go see shows at South by blows my mind when you really think about it though. Yeah. And so here's the deal. If there was a big act playing South by, you would treat it like any other concert. You would stand in line and wait. Yeah. You would wait because there were going to be folks with passes that were going to get the first, you know, entryway in. But there was always room because South by wasn't South by. Nobody wanted to go to Austin or not many people knew about this wonderful city. And, you know, it's like so <laughs> everyday person had a chance. The college day kids like me and Stephanie had a chance to see like really cool bands and intimate settings and artists. And that is shit. That's something that I feel we are so fortunate. Um, What a cool time to grow up, man. Um, You know, South by is still great now. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to go down that road because I have my opinions. I'm very, very, very opinionated. (laughs) Um, And I, I have worked South by, um, being South by now with all three festivals, et cetera, et cetera. But I do have really great memories and Willie is definitely one on the top of them for sure. He's just, he's a special dude. He's a special dude. Um, yeah. I know we were thinking through also just our favorite uh, songs of his. Mm-hmm. He's got a crazy discography because of course he's been around forever and he's yeah. just kind of Our parents introduced us to Willie yeah. and I'm saying yeah. our parents are like ancient, but I mean, these <laughs> generations, you know, it's yeah. cool. Like he's, yeah, he's generations old. I, I always say like you were always on my mind. It's a classic for a reason. Yeah. Probably his best known song next to On the Road Again. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty damn good song. It's you could listen to it and it's timeless. Um, and, you know, Elvis had a hit with it. in what I call the latter day Elvis era. Um, <laughs> it's a and it's good. It's a very it's a very poignant song. Uh, but I know you and I have differing Elvis opinions. And that would actually be a fun episode we should do in the future. Just like us talking about our difference on Elvis. Because they're on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should. I mean, man, I have the unpopular opinion of fucking hating Elvis. So here we go. A lot of go. people do, though. A lot of people well, do, Stephanie, I've honestly. never met any cool. No, I know one person. I know one person who doesn't like Elvis. Just one. So, Gina. yeah. I'm all... Gina didn't like Elvis? No. Really? See, I didn't know. How did I not know that? So, okay. So that's my second person. See, this is why Gina was our dog. Gina should be. <laughs> and you guys can so, go to episode yeah. four where we talk about <laughs> Gina. In case, in case you guys think this just devolved into a dialogue. 
We are want you guys to go listen because we did give you context. You just have to go one episode back. It's one of our best friends. She's she's a phenomenal person. Yeah. So no, I didn't know that. Okay, right on. So yeah, learn something new. You know, the thing is with Elvis, man, okay, talk about I could go down a rabbit hole here. Talk about somebody who came from just such a hallowed place yeah. in the industry, right. fell so far so relatively quickly. So I always True. talk about like quote latter day Elvis. Right. Um, because, and when, I, don't, I always make the half jokes. It's like uh, somebody surrounding themselves with yes men again. Cause that's how Elvis died. But it's the truth. It's like, man, True. that guy yeah. is the ultimate yeah. example of when you surround yourself with people who tell you what you want to hear and not what right. you need to hear. Like, yeah. Oh man, it just depresses me. But I see parallels and celebrities all the time to be like, I'm going to surround myself with just people who are right. telling me what I want to know. And I'm like, oh, God, like you just see the train wreck. Sure. No, Unfolding. I mean, for real, you talk about the like, you know, just like the stereotypes of a rock and roll life, a rock and roll lifestyle. You fucking wrote the book on it. Totally. <laughs> totally. You know, for so real. anyway, we could do, I know, an entire, an entire different episode on that. But I will say, yes, you were always in my mind. Classic for a reason, for sure. And then yeah. I always think about, it's like, everybody kind of covers Willie. Pet Shop Boys did an amazing cover of Always on My Mind. And it's so yes. good. And I don't even, I didn't even think about that. So, you know, Steph and I were talking a little bit about this episode before we came online. And I'm like, holy shit, you're right. Yeah. I love that song, but it's like, wow. It's such yeah. a fun song to dance to at the pyramid. Anyway, the pyramid. so that's an, another one of our episodes. Yeah, go but, back uh, a couple of episodes to learn about that, guys. We just want you to go back. Thank you. So yeah, please. But no, that's that's awesome. And I don't even really I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean Willie is an icon. He's like Dolly, you know? Yeah. It's like totally. these are these are artists that influence other genres from other artists. Artists, you know, I mean, Pet Shop it. Boys, yeah. for those who don't even know who Pet Shop Boys are, they're like a new wave 80s dance band, you know, yeah. and Willie Nelson is country. And so that just really just goes to show you how talented this guy is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's remarkable. It is. It really is. And I always say it's like everybody covers Willie and you could go mm -hmm. through and find all these covers. But like Willie also does these awesome covers. Mm -hmm. um, I would say my two favorites are kind of these lesser known. He does this amazing cover of Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Incredible. Like, man, given it the Willie spin, like it really yeah. is a damn good cover. And nobody ever knows about it. He did a great job. And then maybe one of my all-time favorite cover songs of all time. I don't know why this one just hits me different. But uh, it's a cover of Take It to the Limit. And it's in partnership with uh, Waylon Jennings. It's a duet. And man, it's just so good. I don't know if it's just that, uh, that history of what they have in their band as the original outlaws, but just, man, talk about a good cover. So I really feel like he goes on both sides of the fence. Well, yeah. And just even collaboration. So as we're talking about this, my mind is spinning, right? Because again, my parents are the ones that introduced me to Willie Nelson. And they also introduced me to another Texas favorite, Little Joe, which is um, Little Joey Familia, 
which is Bahano Star. And cool. they collaborated with You Belong to My Heart when Bahano and country were kind of mixing together. Um, you know, as genres do, rock and rap gets together, country and Bahano got together. Um, now you have country and rock getting together, whatever, whatever. But yeah, back in the day, little Joe and Willie were breaking it down. Like these are two big icons, huge. Um, yeah, I mean, wow. Anyway, I'm just like, I'm here like gloating and smiling. I'm thinking about my childhood and shit. Um, That's great and- context. That's really good context. Yeah. So, I mean, Willie even, you know, he speaks to, you know, to Latinos as well, you know, and, you know, he has a, he has that name in the Tejano uh, world and he's respected, man. It's awesome. Yeah. That's super cool. That's super cool. That says a lot about somebody's character and reach. I feel mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, I can actually, I can actually go outside of what is even my traditional genre. Yeah. I think about like the CMAs and stuff like that. For sure. Um, so just super, super cool. Um, say my favorite. I'll just, I'll just shout out to this song because I also think people don't know this one. It's not a cover, uh, but it's called Maria Shut Up and Kiss Me. Super cute song. One. Super cute song. I want to say mm-hmm. circa 2000. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I always, you know, I appreciate recommendations. So I'm going to make sure that I give them because who doesn't need some music recommendations? And that's yeah, probably... Sister. My other favorite <laughs> Willie Nelson song because he's you know he can do it all he can do it all he can absolutely that's cool I never heard that song I'll have to listen to it tomorrow sweet yeah it's very good um but you know he's just amazing and not only him but also his band of course it's Willie's family band and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I don't want to call them a jam band because they're not a jam band those are things <laughs> I can't really <laughs> handle. But talk about a band who will jam in back of him for extended periods of time. I would say riffing, whatever, but I would say in the most, um, in the most positive way possible, they are, you know, they're jamming behind him is what I, is what I really mean. And if there's a jam band I can get behind, it's uh, Willie's family band. And like I said, they, at the end of the shows, um, they jam behind him, like goes to the edge of the stage and just signs everything for everybody. And I mean, come on. Like, you got to appreciate that in an era where, you know, you might not get bang for your buck anymore. No, exactly. I mean, and Willie's always bringing his family in it. I mean, he is, um, man, this dude is so big in Texas. He has a 4th of July picnic show, man. Um, yeah. And folks go to Luck, Texas, and they they do it up. And um, he always brings some really, um, you know, beloved uh, Texan country bands or, you know, rock or whatever. Cause you know, again, Willie just crosses it. So, um, you know, he is definitely a Texas treasure and especially in the city of Austin. And what I think is pretty cool. Something, another memory of Willie for me is that when I was working in my, uh, music industry days, I had the, um, as you can say, the honor, it, I mean, honestly, to open up ACL Live Moody Theater. Um, so the, for those folks that don't know, um, Austin City Limits is something that is filmed or was filmed at the University of Texas at Austin. So when Stephanie and I were going to school there, you could literally get tickets to go see all sorts of different types of bands play a live set for PBS. And it was showed on Saturday nights. Um, I grew up with that before, way before I hit college. 
is where I saw a lot of cool, um, you know, country, country bands, rock bands, soul. I mean, you run the gamut with ACL. Well, back in 2011, um, in February, ACL then moved its headquarters over to downtown Austin on Second Street and open up uh, an official theater. And it's about, it's a little under, it holds a little under 3000 people, super intimate, beautiful venue um, that actually is now Willie Nelson Boulevard. It's no longer second street. It's Willie Nelson Boulevard. Um, and ACL live is a big deal that opened up and, um, and him and his family, it was an orchestra. Actually, it was Willie Nelson and the family playing orchestra style. So it was so fantastic. Um, and I was there working security. Um, this was like the biggest party in town. Um, so the <laughs> ACL Live Moody Theater is connected to the W. So the W was new to Austin. Um, and again, for folks that are just, you know, Austin, the biggest hippest city, whatever, whatever, you got to understand I'm a small town. The W coming to Austin was a big deal. Like, it's like, what? We got Holiday Inn. Now we got the W. What's up? Mm-hmm. And the W, like, uh, decorated its logo, which is obviously the letter W, with Willie Nelson pigtails. How cute is that? That Love was it. up like the entire weekend that the theater showed up. It was a big party, a lot of fun. Um, and you know, it unfortunately, guys, the elevators broke. Um, at that night. So Willie wasn't able to give his whole set, but it was rescheduled because that's Willie, man. He's like, listen. We're yeah. going to honor these tickets. It was rescheduled. It was a fun show. Nobody got hurt. But um, because, you know, hey, we have to be ADA compliant. Here I am talking, talking my entertainment talk. Um, <laughs> you have to be ADA compliant. And, of course, a fire hazard, et cetera, that the, the show was cut short. But it was beautiful. It was so awesome. And that theater definitely um, had the right person opening it up. Um, super awesome. intimate So, yeah. So cool. I just I feel like I have with other shows seeing some legends, I'd feel honored. Yeah, to, yeah, exactly. To see Willie and to just, yeah, just have this, have him in our lives in this way, you know? Well, I haven't seen him since 2011 and I wouldn't even really say seen him because I was working, right? So oh, right, yeah. I, I think we need to do a reunion, Stephanie. I mean, yeah. we're vaccinated. Let's, let's, do let's go to the picnic or something. Okay. I mean, well, well, he's going to have those shows listen to William. So I think we need to... Oh, yeah. partner up and maybe do a live episode of stephanie stephanie talk tunes it's like Ooh. hey check it okay we're, we're gonna when we end this episode we're gonna look at the tour dates and we're gonna figure it out yeah, yeah yeah so i mean guys if you don't know if you just know who willie nelson is you're like oh i think it's just his old dude who smokes pot nah man he <laughs> is <laughs> that's true that's true he's 88 let's be real he's an old man who smokes pot but um he's much he's a very talented artist um, that is definitely way before his time, super yeah. progressive and is um, loved outside the state of Texas. I have a friend of mine totally. Liz, who had her first song with her husband, her first dance at her wedding to a Willie Nelson song. Woman is from D.C. Let's say, I mean, for real, that ain't nothing to do with Texas. There ain't nothing country about D.C. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, he um, he is a big deal. So you can definitely find something in this catalog that you can resonate with. He's he's a, it's good music. Definitely. 100 percent. Yeah. Well, go Willie. Um, I guess we're going to be seeing him soon. Yeah, um, for sure. It's going to happen. Well, um, I am going to wind out and say thanks again for joining in. And guys, 
Um, thank you for your reviews. Um, we saw a couple of reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for that support. Um, please, if you haven't read us, please do so. Um, share the love for music because that's what it's about. Um, we want Absolutely. we want to hear from you guys. So please, we have our Gmail account to reach out to us. Reach out on the socials. Um, as Stephanie likes to say, we are Stephanie's Talk Tunes everywhere. Mine is Twitter, where we're just Stephanie's Talk. Yeah. Because our name is too long, but, um, <laughs> you know where to find us and we want to hear from you. Um, you know, any story that you want to share that's, um, super cool and unique about an artist, about a song, um, some type of anecdote, we'd love to share it. Um, because music is life, right? So, Absolutely. um, hit us up. Absolutely. And we look forward to hearing from you and just want to say thanks to those who have reached out and, you know, connect with us where you are on your socials. And we'll yes. see you next time. Bye, Talk Tuners. Bye, Talk Tuners. Peace out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.